Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Well, good evening, footy fans, and welcome to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League. It is round 25. It is crunch time, and I'm joined, as always, by enemy number one, Michael Corbin. We weren't sure if we were going to do this. I know. We're talking to each other. We're talking. The, the reason why we are talking yeah. is we both won last week. I told week. you. I told you this would happen. We, would we both, both won last games. week. And now there's just uh, yeah. the, the pressure is off. I don't I don't care as yeah. much about this result. I'd still like to win because it's Souths. Yeah. But it's just the fact that both teams are in the eight yeah. now. I know. It's amazing. Oh, relief. What, what Souths and the Roosters will do so as not to put their fate in the other's hands. <laughs> Souths... Finally beat a team in the top four, and the Roosters went down to Melbourne and uh, notched up a, a really good win. So yeah, um, you big, know, some big, some big games. There was there was really, really this week. There were three important games. Mm. It was fr- it was Thursday night. Yep, we had Parramatta versus Brisbane. Yep, it was Friday night. We had Melbourne versus Roosters, and it was Saturday night. We had Cowboys versus Souths. Yeah, and, and, and and then I guess. Uh, Friday afternoon was also pretty important because Canberra versus Manly. Yeah, they they were Saturday the four afternoon. Games. Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Yeah. They were the they were the four important games. Yeah, and they determined currently how the ladder city. Correct. So the current ladder. Yep. Is as follows: in first place you have Penrith. Yep. They can't go anywhere. No. Second place you have Cronulla. Yep. Two points clear of. The Cowboys. Correct. But Cowboys have a better four and against. That's right. Yes. Third place, you have the Cowboys, uh, who have given up their home final rights now. Mm. In fourth place, we have Melbourne, who could um, drop a bit lower on the ladder, depending on how uh, they fare against Parramatta. I doubt they'll drop further than fifth. Fifth, yep, yeah, correct. Given their four and against. Yep. And then in fifth place, you have Parra. Yeah. Uh, who will be looking to secure a top four spot just to give them that security. So Parra can either finish fourth or sixth. Correct. They can't finish fifth. Yeah, so unusual, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, and then, uh, so Parra's in fifth. Roosters currently in sixth. Roosters hosting Souths this week, uh, who are sitting in seventh. Uh, and then Souths are in a similar situation. I don't believe they can actually finish in seventh, in sixth. They can either finish in fifth or in seventh. Yeah. 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 Unusual. Yeah. Uh, and then in eighth place, currently have Canberra, uh, who are probably quite deserving to be there, I think. Um, and then ninth place, you have the Broncos, who have conceded 110 points. 113. 113 points in the last two weeks. This is Anthony Seabold level of um, losses at yeah, the moment. It's it's they been are devastating. Significant, significant losses. Uh, Brisbane on minus twenty six and Canberra on seventeen. Uh, for Brisbane to make the eight, they need Canberra to lose and they need to win at Cogra for the first time ever. 
Yeah. Yeah. In their 34-year history. Or hope for the life of them that Canberra get like a two-point win against the Tigers. Yeah. And they get a 40... 44 point win yeah or the mar- the more, no, sorry 45 point yeah. the margin is 43 at the moment yeah. or hope that Canberra lose by 50 yeah and they only lose by one yeah and um it is it and who do the Raiders versus this week the Raiders uh play the Tigers and how many of the Tigers players know the rules of the NRL We'll get to that next week. <laughs> next Promise week. we wouldn't talk about that. Uh, yeah, so Brisbane uh, on track to be the first team ever to have sat in the top four in round 19 and then not made the finals, which is a precarious yeah. place to be. If they if they do win, though, yeah, and the Raiders do win, yeah. they're the first team since 1999 yeah. when there was also 17 teams in the competition to finish up on 30 competition points. And not make the eight. Yeah. Which is, you know, last year you got in on 20 points. Yeah. See, for me, if Brisbane win and Canberra lose and Brisbane win by two points against St. George, a sneak home a win, I don't think any team deserves to play finals that has a negative for and against. I mean, last year we saw this with Newcastle's yeah. minus 142. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like it. And I guess you could say that, you know, the last two games have really, the last two games that they've had really destroyed their for and against. Yeah. They do have a winning record. They're going to have more games won than lost. Yeah. And that is important. It is important. That wasn't, that wasn't the case last year. Yeah. Uh, so I guess you could say that. But yeah, I, look, the, the negative four against, I, I don't love it. But I don't think it's as bad as having more games lost than more games won. It's It's been incredible to, to watch this season turn, really, because uh, Brisbane, not so long ago, I mean, we had them as the second best team in the competition. They beat Parramatta. They'd beaten Parramatta at Bankwest. Ba- at Bankwest, at yes. Combank, at Combank, whatever called. it is, yeah. Um, carved, carved them up. Uh, Adam Reynolds was looking phenomenal. Their forward pack was firing, and I think Carrigan's loss has been significant, but there are clearly issues at the club in the sense that it's just a young team. It's a young team that, that seems to be overwhelmed. Um, last year, they probably rode off the season, the year before, uh, it was a shorter season. They're probably not used to the level of intensity that's required uh, for, you know, to be a top eight or a top four team. And yeah. you're up against sides. Uh, every side in the top eight at the moment, Michael, uh, has been there in recent years. I mean, most of them have won premierships. Yeah. I think we're actually dealing with sides that have all won premierships most of in the, in, since 2014. Most of them have been in the grand final other than Souths and Sharks, really. I know, Sharks 2016 as well. Uh, no, Eels. Eels. Eels is the only team that yeah. haven't been in the grand final in the last yeah. seven years. Yeah, yeah, the last six years. Six years. Yeah, so yeah. which is um, remarkable, yeah. remarkable, uh, and it, it does show, I think, how much big game experience counts. And and I think that Souths showed that against the Cowboys and Parramatta, and I think the Roosters showed that against the Cowboys and the Broncos. And it's like that finals experience and that constantly playing in those do or die semis and prelims has really, you know, Souths and the Roosters both started slowly. We've both spoken on this podcast as late as last week about the fact what happens if our team doesn't make the finals. But here they are. They're there. It's a road they're all familiar with. They've made it. They're probably all rest players this week. And um, it, it, it's, it's going to put them in good stead. Yeah, and you mentioned the Broncos being a young team. And there was a report that came out this week about, you know, obviously we saw the footage after after the game, after that loss to Eels, where Kevy was giving them an absolute spray in the locker room. 
And the reports came out afterwards that a couple of the younger players did not take that well. Yeah. And weren't too kind, weren't too happy about it. And honestly, I would find those young players and I would I would move them on. I, if if that's the attitude that you're going to bring after conceding 113 points in the last two weeks, there is no place for you in a team that is uh, finals it, that has aspirations of being a premiership contending team. Yeah. In my opinion. And, yeah, I, I, I completely condone what Kevy did. Kevy has every right to rip into his squad about their performance because their defense was awful. They gave up. And I understand that they lost Reynolds in the fourth minute, but that doesn't mean that you concede 53 points. Yeah. And, you know, um, I think Tony Staggs is just an example of, you know, players that just aren't made for origin and don't recover from the fact their performance in it and and he has battled in origin i think so him cobo obviously had that concussion in origin yeah hasn't been anywhere near as good since um you obviously mentioned carrigan was out for three weeks and that i i he has overtaken Payne Haas as their most important 100 percent important player and important forward yeah he's the link he's he's their leader yeah yeah and And, and he he has and you saw it in a game uh, fox mic'd him up for a game earlier this year or reynolds was Mm. mic'd up and carrigan does all the chatting, yeah. all the chatting, yeah. and and he is so crucial to that team. And even this week, he faced the media and was grilled on the questions about Walters blowing up at the at the players and handled it so well. Um, so yeah, uh, Just, you got to remember a couple of years ago before he did his ACL, which was he came into this season off an ACL. Team, yeah, he was named the captain of the Bron- yeah. of the Broncos. Yeah. I know, and it shows you the character of this kid. He's incredible, and look, I'm I I think they they should get up this week against the Broncos, the Dragons, the, the Dragons. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, um, and he will be a big part of it. But yeah, look, there, there are and there are the thing is, last year I think they finished what fourteenth, yeah, and they're going to finish ninth. That is an improvement. Yeah, the the, the issue is that as of five weeks ago they were sitting in fourth and then they lost to the Tigers and that's where this downward spirals has and we're, we're you know we're getting that that old Broncos that you know the last couple of years Broncos that we're seeing and that's a concern for people but given given how they performed last season and how they played this season you can see that, that they have remarkably improved yeah. it's just that at one point we thought that they were one of the best teams in the competition and that since then they've dipped yeah and, you know, you talk, it's all about momentum and form. So Penrith are 8-2 and two from their last 10. And Cronulla have the best form in the top eight and in the comp. They're 9-1. and one. Yeah. And then Cowboys, Para, Roosters, Souths, and Canberra are all 7-3, and three, including the Roosters, won seven in a row. And Melbourne have the worst form in the top eight with 5-5. Five and five. But Brisbane are four. They've only won four of their last 10. Mm. It's just... It, it, it. I just think they peaked too early. I, I also think that there's... You know, a lot of chatter earlier in the year about Souths and, and the mistake they've made. And um, I was quite outspoken about them letting Reynolds go. Um, and then once the decision was made, it's just sort of like embrace Elias and whatever. But I think the, a lot of... There seemed to be a hint on 100% footy last night about maybe Reynolds is carrying injuries. 
it's yeah. sort of got indicated. And I don't know if whether these are ongoing ones or ones just picked up during the season. That was, and that was always a concern. With it was. Him the it three, was giving him the third yeah. year. It was always a concern. It was, and you need him on. And you need. And I know last week was a concussion, but you need him on the field because without him and Capewell, it, it is a, and Carrigan, it is a sort of a lacking leadership and yeah. direction. And, and look, last week. They only have one of those three. I think, we're, and we're going to get into team list shortly. Ezra Mann's been dropped this week. Yes. I think, I think that he's excellent when he plays next to Adam Reynolds. Yeah. And Maddie John said this. He's excellent when he plays next to Adam Reynolds. But when Adam Reynolds went off the field, yeah. everything was put on him. Yeah. And he's not ready for that yet. Yeah. And Adam Reynolds, one of the reasons he was brought to this club was to mentor some of the younger halves. Yeah. And Ezra Mann's. But I get, less than I get Ezra not being ready for it because Cody Walker was hardly ready for it. Exactly. exactly. I, I, I think he's been hard done by being dropped this week. I think step, playing next to Reynolds is very important for him to have, be you know as successful as he's been because he doesn't have to think about what he has to do. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all Reynolds. Reynolds is one of the best organisers in the NRL. Yeah. Right. So, uh, But they've gone with Gamble this week. We'll see how that pays off. Gamble was good at the start of the season. I thought he was like, he's fine. He's yeah, not going to light you on fire. I think he's a bit better defensively. Uh, Mam's obviously got more of a spark, but he was. And Gamble's been spoken about in the last couple of weeks being linked with the Knights. Mm. So I don't know whether that's just sort of to tell him he still wanted the club or yeah. uh, anyway. I don't who know. knows? I don't know. But yeah, they've made they've made a couple changes this week. Um, we will get into that shortly. Um, Let's discuss. So that was the, obviously the the eels in that game were excellent. Yeah, Mitchell Moses looked great coming back uh, from a broken thumb, I believe. Yeah, Dylan Brown has been Dylan Brown has been their best player this year. Yeah, but I think that one of the the really important players who has made a huge leap this year has been Sean Lane on that left. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was thinking of. He's much improved. Much improved. Has, his game has a different dimension, I think. To, yeah. to what it had. He, he's he, far more creative with the ball. He one looks, of the better offloads. Because yeah. he's so tall, he just gets over yeah. the top of people and like can get that late offload when he's when his head's poked through the line. Yeah. I, so hard I was actually stop. just um, looking at an old South's Power game from a couple of years ago. And, and even Lane when he was at Manly. And it, it's he was a much clunkier footballer. He sort of had the advantage of the height. But he always didn't know a, how to use it. Always had an error in his game. Yeah. And that's yeah, been cut out. His up. defense is better. He's a much better, he's much more direct runner, knows what lines to run yeah. and really improved. And yeah. outside of Dylan Brown, who, as I mentioned, has been in incredible form this year, that that left side has been really strong for Parramatta, especially when you get Mike Acevo finishing off some of those tries. Yeah. Now, so Parramatta are in fifth at the moment, right? Yeah. And now, if they lose, yeah. they so go they, to sixth. They versus Melbourne this week. Yeah, they yeah. versus Melbourne this week. If they yeah. lose, they go to sixth. Yeah. Now, if I'm Parramatta... I'm hanging, hanging to either jump into the four and play Penrith in the first week and get them over with, and yeah. maybe that's it, yeah. like Souths had yeah. last year, or um, because I think they want to end up on the same side of the draw as Penrith and Melbourne. Yeah. Um, we spoke about this last week, and I just mentioned to you off air, there's a really interesting article in the Herald today, Roy Masters wrote it this afternoon, talks about bogey teams, and Para have the wood, on those two teams. And, and they would be exuding confidence knowing that they can and will beat them. And this is the question I was going to ask you is, yeah. if you're Penrith, yeah. you obviously have first spot on the ladder. Yeah. Who do you want to face next week? You want to face Melbourne. You want to face Melbourne. Yeah. And that that is telling because as like most teams would, most teams, I know South would pick Parra. Yeah. 
Yo, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Roosters would pick Parramatta. I'm pretty sure the Sharks would pick Parramatta. Yeah. But I don't I don't think Penrith would. And it's it's just very interesting given given how the, the games have played out the last two and years. You, but, and the thing is, I mean, we're not even at that round, so we're not going to talk about it too much. But when that comes, Penrith is going to come, come... All their players are going to come back and they're going to have Cleary come back too. Yeah. And, and how Cleary is, like he's going to be so fresh, but is he going to be match fit? And, and I don't know, I feel like Melbourne might be able to exploit that more than Parramatta though. Where, although having said that, Parramatta might just have the game that will just be able to rattle Cleary more just because of the psychological damage from the previous time. So yeah. it's, it's going to be really, that'll, that'll be a topic for next week, yeah. depending on how the draw plays out. Um, obviously, the reason why they can't finish fifth is because their four and against is worse than both Roosters and South, yep. who play each other on Friday night, yep. the opening of Allianz Stadium, mm-hmm. um, which will be exciting. Um, I do want to talk about the Roosters Storm game. Tell me about quickly. it. Yep. Uh, I thought that what Roosters are doing up the middle of the field is near unstoppable. Mm-hmm. In that fir- the very first set of the game, when everyone is as fresh as possible, yeah, the Roosters ran up Melbourne's middle for seventy-five meters. Yeah, yeah, off the back of Lodge, Hargrave, Swalee, Tupo, Manu, just yeah. St- Radley, yeah, straight up the middle, and that is where we have been, and, and that's where we that game against Penrith eight weeks ago when you played the was, two hookers, when we played the two hookers, yeah. That's what we were doing. Yeah. There's one player I want to mention, mm-hmm. and the Roosters have always, for as long as I've been supporting the Roosters, yep. they've always had a do-it-all utility on the bench. Yeah. The cult hero who, wherever you need him to fill in, will do it. Yeah. It's a when I started when I grew up. Yeah. Moved on to... Orbison? Premiership winning half, Mitch Orbison. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Now it's Drew Hutchison. Yeah. Yeah. Who... I, I don't know if anyone's ever if you've been to the SCG when they do the player polls on who uh, they do the player polls on who uh, should win man of the match for Roosters games yeah. every week he wins yeah I know he's the cult hero everyone loves him filled in at centre last week and then moved out to the other centre I didn't know any Roosters fans actually went to the SCG uh, some, maybe it was just Drew Hutchison voting for himself <laughs> no one else there wow um, yeah uh, but yeah he's he's been uh, just played every game this year filled in wherever we need him hooker half centre yeah. played a little bit on the wing I think he'll get run at 13 this week oh man I know he's playing centre this week he probably won't get run at 13 um, but I think he would be a good 13 at some point um, it's going to be very interesting because I think Souths have played their best football in the past six weeks when they've gone up the middle too mm. it was most telling in the Parramatta game where it was just Cook Murray, Walker, yeah. Latrell, all up the middle. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Um, uh, probably yeah. not because how many of them are going to play? Yeah, exactly. Same as same as the Roosters. We yeah. don't know how many of them are going to play either. Um, but it was that that game was there was a lot of penalties, yeah. which is a bit frustrating. Yeah. But it was very very physical. Yeah. And you know, there's been a lot spoken about Hargraves and Nelson and Sofa Solomona. And, you know, all the issues that have gone on, all the niggling and everything, whatever, let him play, I think. Yeah, so um, Buzz Rothfield, I don't usually agree with what he says, but he put out a very interesting article about all of Nelson's charges and, uh, the, yeah. and the fine system, and which, of course, the NRL then reacts to and says, oh, from now on, anyone that repeats fines, they'll be charged more. And it's kind of like, it's round 25. 
did you not think this was going to happen and before what, round wasn't, one? Wasn't wasn't the point of re- like changing the judiciary system to not charge player to remove any, you know, like it's, just, it's very loading and oh, but now if you're very a reactionary, you're have load, it's it's yeah, it is reactionary. Nelson has been dropping elbows on players, or if he connected with Suwali's face, it was very grubby. It was it was really, and that wasn't the only time he did it. Yeah, like there was a hip drop incident. They happen all the time. Yeah, I. I I understand the whole, if a player gets injured, it gets looked at. Yeah. And there may be a bigger punishment for it. I, whatever. Lindsay had a bad game anyway, coming back from concussion. Yeah. Um, it just shows how important that Lodge signing was. Uh, very important. It's um, changed. He's, he, he was man of the match yeah. on Friday night and deserved it. Um, yeah, I just... I think the match review committee misses a lot of things. And... It's an, it's an issue for later in the season when we got more time. But yeah. look, it was it was a really physical, gritty game. Uh, most players probably wouldn't get binned. Yeah. Jared did. Yeah. Whatever happens, I understand it. That's that's he's paid. Jared is paid the money to do what he does. Yeah. And if it costs you ten minutes in the bin, sometimes whatever. He won that battle against Nelson. Yeah. No, it's good said, and I think for Souths, their defense. Was probably the best thing about Saturday night. They kept the Cowboys trying. Yeah, it was a clunky points. win. It was, it was a clunky, it was clunky wins. game. Yeah, it was, like, it was weird. It, it, it was, was an weird. unusual no, obviously, game. Obviously, no Cook. No, who and has... and Manus Ellis wasn't there either. So yeah. Havili, who has been a great signing for us this year, I think. Yeah. I think he's just been such a handy pickup. Very versatile footballer. Uh, but yeah, it was just a really unusual kind of match. But you know, a win's a win, and and I think psychologically, you know, Souths went to within a point of the Sharks. Um, they've beaten the Cowboys. They've beaten the Storm. They've beaten Parramatta. They've beaten the Roosters. Um, flogged by Canberra. But it, it's, just, I think, feeling a bit more comfortable now, considering considering the season. And, and I know South and the Roosters both got off to slow starts, but this is the first time that a club has made the finals the year after Wayne's left. And I think Jason Dimitri's done a pretty good job considering the pressure he's under they made the grand final last year. You've replaced your captain and your um, halfback of ten years, and also you got rid of your best outside back. Yeah. So yeah. or outside uh, centre. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, look, I, Souths did what they needed to do to win. Yeah. And that shows good signs. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, Cowboys again. Just I, Cowboys and Sharks are two teams, and I know they've they know they're high on the table. Yeah. But their strength of schedule and the fact that they haven't beaten a good team all year pisses me off. Yeah. And like it's just it I I I can't take them seriously until I see them do it in the finals. Yeah, but I I, I to be honest, I can't see the Cowboys making it beyond the prelim. Yeah. If they and get I, and I think I think losing, not having that home field advantage, they they had so much to play for against Souths. Yeah. And not having that home field advantage in round one. Yeah. Having to have the Sharks go up there yeah. and play in Townsville would have been a monster advantage yeah. that they blew. And I don't think they can get back this week. I'm pretty sure Sharks will beat um, the Knights. I'm pretty sure who they're, that's who they're versing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I just, I think that the, you know, those two teams, I just, I, I know they're second and third. I just, I haven't seen it this year. I haven't seen them beat the good teams. Yeah. All right, Mike. Did you yeah. get a full round? No. Well, <laughs> uh, look, because I didn't, uh, and um, uh, apparently I did. 
Apparently, I did. Um, Fanzo at the moment have the Knights winning over the Titans, and yeah, we're we're me- we've messaged them to and uh, made them aware of this, so we'll get that fixed. Um, it, apparently, I got a perfect round. I did not. I tipped the tight. I tipped the Knights to upset the Titans, and you think one. you would think that when a team gets a player put in the bin, uh, in uh, sent off, that you could score a couple points, but apparently not. Um, Newcastle season goes bad to worse. AJ Brinson was awesome on the weekend. He is fantastic. Um, Very creative player. We'll, we'll leave it there about the Titans. Yeah. Um, but tipping, do you want to have a look at the tipping ladder? I think there's a new leader. Is there? Is yeah. this based on the... No, no, no. There is a new leader. Oh. I, honestly, I stopped looking. <laughs> Just couldn't handle it. <laughs> Did you tip the Cowboys this week? <laughs> yeah, because then I knew South would win. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, new leader is Peter Georges. Correct. Fantastic. Uh, equal with Nick S. Bad and margin. two ahead of um, John and Gab. John O.M. has climbed. He's in fifth. Mike, you're in sixth. I should be in seventh. Uh, with Clive. Um, Joanna, MJ, PNT, and um, myself uh, in 11th. Eleni, Mark, and then it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. Um, so... Round 25. Round 25. Should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Parramatta host Melbourne on Thursday night at Combank Stadium. Uh, the Eels came through their win over the Broncos unscathed. And so Brad Arthur is named the same 17. For Melbourne, Tommy Eisenhuth's season is over after he suffered the syndesmosis from the Lindsay Collins tackle. Chris Lewis is the new man on the bench. Um, Kafusi returns to the starting side, so Kamikamiki goes to the bench. Josh King has been named to start at lock, and Brandon Smith is on the interchange, but they could well swap on game day. Uh, I My concern about Melbourne is their outside backs just aren't doing enough. Mm. Um, Hughes has to do a lot, hey? Hugh, and Hughes was, every time he got the ball, my hand was in my mouth. Yeah. He was he, every time he touched it, he looked the most dangerous player on the field, um, which is saying something. In a, in a, you know, both sides are very star-studded. Uh, I thought Munster was kept quite quiet, but I expect Melbourne to come back and win this. Yeah. I think they get this one done against Parramatta. I know Parramatta is riding hot, but they haven't really had a tough go in the last two weeks, and. I backed them to win against... I backed the Storm to beat Parramatta and take out the fourth spot. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm. Okay. Um, 6 p.m. Friday. Dogs host Manly. Uh, We'll talk a bit about Manly next week, I think. For the Dogs, Luke Thompson's been named amongst the reserves as he races the clock to return after COVID. Waddell's back from suspension in the second row, so Stimson returns to the bench. Uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. returns on the bench after playing New South Wales Cup, and Edwards and Starkey drop out. For Manly, um, Weeks moves into the starting side at fullback. Cooler shifts to the centre, and Ben Trevojevic to the bench. Andrew Davey and Dylan Walker join the starting pack, with Bullenmore going to the bench, and Josh Alloyer dropping out. This will be Dylan Walker's last game for Manly before he joins the Warriors, where he wants to go to win a premiership. And Kieran Foran's last game for Manly as well. Yep. Um... Obviously, probably the last game him and Daly Cherubins will play together. Yeah. Um, interesting that Cool has been moved back to centres. I thought he was the only player who actually did anything for Manly, 
who in the last two weeks have only scored off a daily Cherry Evans intercept. Yeah. Um, I'm tipping the Bulldogs just because I think that Manly have lost all sense of purpose and drive and yep. I think the dogs have a little bit left okay so <laughs> Friday night uh, Allianz Stadium opens and the, as Jimmy Stavrianis told me during the, during the week uh, the real grudge match is actually Michael and me and the Roosters just the curtain raiser uh, so the Roosters without Radley concussion Tupo groin Collins suspension Takeaho and Momorovsky join the starting side. Fletcher Baker and Terrell May are the new faces on the bench. And for Souths, Cook has been sidelined by COVID, so Havili again fills in the hooking role. Graham is out injured, replaced in the starting side by Jackson Paulo, who will actually be joining the Roosters next year. Cody Nikarima has dropped to the reserves list with Mamazelis taking his place on the bench. I don't expect either of these teams to stay the same. Absolutely not. Um, so I see uh, Mamazelis on there. I think he'll play. I see Nick Arima in there. I think he'll play. Josh Mansour might come in for his last game in first grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Richie Kenner is on there. But if he steals Alex Johnson's tries, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> uh, you expect Alex Johnson to score, do you? Um, Twice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't... I Honestly, I don't know how to tip this game. Like, I would... I would like to say that I think the Roosters will win, but I, I, I want to see what these teams are looking like on Friday afternoon, an hour before kickoff, because I think there's going to be a lot of changes. and a lot of players are going to get rested, um, and the hype around this game is kind of simmered down. Opening of the new stadium, it'll be excellent. It looks magnificent. I can't wait to go and check it out. Yeah, I can tell you from first-hand experience um, that the facilities underneath the stadium are Incredible. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, pinching one of our friends' memberships to go and use that gym at some point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he lives around the corner. Really? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, so... So, I, I, look, I, I'm, I'm going to say Roosters tentatively. I want to see what these teams look like. Latrell apparently is in Tari at the moment and hasn't trained in the last two days. Um, so he probably won't play. Cook, obviously, Albanese tried to <laughs> bend the rules to get COVID, uh, the COVID protocols to only last for five days so he could be fit to play. But Souths have ruled him out. Um, geez, the Prime Minister's pulling strings for you. That's when you know you're desperate. Um, and, <laughs> and yeah, it's, uh, obviously, I think, I think Teddy might get a break this week. Manu might get a break this week. Uh, Sam Walker, who hasn't missed a game, might get a break this week. Angus Crichton, who knows? I just think there's going to be a lot of a lot of rest. Yeah, and completely fair. Yeah. Um, okay, Warriors host the Titans on Saturday at 3 p.m. At uh, Mount Smart. At Mount Smart. Uh, Sean Johnson's been named despite suffering a calf injury. Ewan Aitken, Jesse Arthurs, Wade Egan, Marcello Montoya, and Rocco Berry all return to the side. Um, and for... The Titans, Philip Sami returns from the trip to Auckland after missing round 24 due to a head knock. He takes over from Brian Kelly, who was suspended for a dangerous tackle. Has the Warriors lost at Mount Smart this year? They've played three I mean, games. Played three I think, games I think three games, and they've won all three. That's interesting. It's actually... Titans could really jump here. Like, you know, they were equal last... Yeah, so one of the results out of last week was they secured beating the Knights. They secured 
not getting the, not wooden, getting spoon. the wooden spoon. Yeah. Um, With a man down for yes. 30 minutes as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tip the Warriors at home. Yeah. Good call. Uh, okay. Saturday at 5.30, Dragons host the Broncos at Cogra. Griffin's name the same 17. They got the job done against the Tigers. I wouldn't really call it a job done. More like the Tigers did a job on themselves. And um, Andrew McCulloch has been listed amongst the reserves. For Brisbane, Reynolds has been named despite suffering a head knock last week. Uh, Flegler is also expected to play. Paddy Carrigan returns from suspension, as we flagged. Cobbo's also back after being rested. Gamble's 5'8". Mam drops to the reserves. Um, Brenko Lee and Kobe Hetherington will miss the game. Hota comes in at centre. I am going to tip the Broncos because they have everything to play for, hopefully. And well, actually, they do. They they need to win this game if they have any shot of making the eight, um, and need to pray for results. Otherwise, uh, I think Ben Hunt looked really frustrated on the weekend. Um, for some unknown reason, Griffin pulled a moan off with fifteen minutes left. Um, I don't know what's going on there. Um, I'm going to tip the Broncos. Yep. Okay. Saturday night is actually third hosting first, but given the changes, this will teach the NRL about um, scheduling all these big games in the last round. Third, third versus 15th. 15th? Yeah. It's the the Tiger, the, the Penrith side that will be playing is yeah. probably the 15th best team in the competition. I think that's it. It's probably fifth. Um, so for <laughs> the Cowboys, Dearden's listed amongst the reserves and is a chance for returning I, I from his injury. Crazy. Um, Scott Drinkwater has been named at fullback. The Hammer at 5-8. Um, Interesting. But the Hammer will go to the bench should Dearden play. Cohen Hess will miss the game due to suspension. So Cotter joins the starting side and Name comes onto the bench. For the Panthers, let me just read the outs. Um, Coruscant, To'o, Edwards, Yo, Targo, Fisher-Harris, Luai, Leota, Lenu, Crichton, May, and Kikau. It will be interesting if this is the reason that Dylan Edwards does not get the Dallium. Yeah, I know some Penrith fans are very, uh, uh, very unforgiving. Will be very unforgiving of Ivan if uh, Edwards ends up losing the Dallium by less than three points. Yeah, um, he's one of the favourites at the moment. I think Hines will get it anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the, the, you thirteen outs. That doesn't include Nathan Cleary, who hasn't been with the side for the last four weeks. Basically, 14 of your starting 17 are missing. Mitch Kenny will captain the squad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, Cowboys are playing for a home final, uh, and they need to win this if they want... You know, they still need the Sharks to lose, but I will tip the Cowboys, given how many players the Panthers have rested. Yeah, it's not really the best preparation for the Cowboys, is it? I mean, they lost... They're going to play an understrength Penrith. They lost to Souths in Sydney the week before... One of the limited trimes they've travelled. They pumped the Warriors. They lost to the Roosters in Sydney. Yeah. Um, they just... battled against the Bulldogs. Uh, and then they beat a hapless dragon. So, um, yeah, it's, it's clunky. It's, it, it is clunky. But, you know, they're the Easy there. draw is the reason they're, they got there. They're there. They've played a lot of games at home. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, you know, are saying, oh, should you be... The, the age-old argument, should you rest players? I think... Penrith have deserved the rest and these players deserve the rest that they're getting. Yep. You're going to be this dominant. Yep. Take the week off. Um, okay. Saturday, Sunday afternoon, the Knights host Cronulla. Newcastle playing for 
pride. Cronulla playing for a home final. Uh, Milford's out with a rib injury, so Crossland starts at 5'8", and Randall joins the bench alongside Jack Johns. Croker moves into the starting side with Sue dropping out. Kurt Mann, Mitch Barnett um, um, are not in the squad. Uh, for the Sharks, Fanukin is listed amongst the reserves as he looks to return from a brief cartilage issue that sidelined him last week. Ikevalu is also back from a groin strain, so Iro drops out. Connor Tracy will be rested until the finals. Yeah. Uh, Sharks should win this, and they will actually get a genuine home final rather than playing at Allianz. They will play, if they win this, they will play their first game at Pointsbit Stadium down in Cronulla, which is good. Yeah. Um, Okay, Sunday afternoon, last game of the regular season. James Tamo returns for the Tigers in what could be the last game of his career. Mamalo is back on the wing and Garner's been named at centre in his return from a head knock. Um, Kapoa and Palga drop out. Tyrone Peachy gets another crack on the bench. Little goes to 18th man. Kautoga is out. Luke Brooks's season is over due to the calf injury that has sidelined him in the last six weeks. For Canberra, Kotrick returns from a groin injury, so Albert Hoppawati goes to 18th man. And the only change to the squad that downed Manly to move the green machine into the top eight. Yeah, I just. Uh, when was the last time you saw the Raiders put 40 points on? Mm-mm. They got close against Souths. They, yeah, but it's normally a gritty, really gritty game. They don't normally blow teams off the park, they normally get their wins really. They normally get tough wins, and that you know, that, it's a good sign to see them actually put the torch to someone. Uh, they'll win this, and I think that the top eight is set. I don't think Brisbane will make it, but you know, Canberra have shot themselves in the foot a couple times over the last couple of years. I I don't think it will happen now, but yeah, they they should win this. Um, just checking who the referee is. Oh, it's not Ben Cummins, so they won't shoot themselves in the foot. Um, Six again. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so going through Michael's tips, Michael has tipped Melbourne to win in Parramatta, Dogs to beat Manly, the Roosters um, to win in the grudge match, uh, the Warriors to win in Melbourne, Brisbane to win in Cogra, Cowboys at home, the Sharks in Newcastle and the Raiders at Leichhardt. Yeah. Um, NRLW is also going. It is. Um, Roosters two in the trot. Knights two in the trot. Yep. Um, I think the Dragons have won a game. They won last week as well. Jess Sergis injured? Uh, she's playing this. She's named this week. She's named? She's named uh, despite the injury last week. I thought Roosters have been really, really good. Um yeah, so really, the women really good. the women are actually opening the new stadium. Yep. Um at Friday five forty. Yeah. On Friday, which would be um very exciting. Yeah, they verse Newcastle, I believe. No, they verse the Dragons. Uh which is a repeat of the grand final from last year. Uh be a really good game. I think the Roosters will win. I think they're in really good form. Shock. Uh the Knights uh, Jesse Southwell. They're the team. They're the team. I told you they're, they're the, the team. team to watch. They're told the you they're the team to watch. Roosters don't normally play well in the regular season. They'll scrape in. They'll get one win at the end, at the very end because it's you know six games or four, what five games or something. They'll scrape in a couple wins, limp into the finals, and then go on a bit of a run. That's what they've done the last couple of years to make the grand final. Mm. They're actually winning games, which is odd for us. I don't, I don't, don't know what to think. 
Just enjoy it, Michael. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Roosters actually had some ginormous wins across all grades. I think Jersey Flag they won sixty six nil, and New and New South Wales Cup the Bears won sixty six to eight. Sorry, what podcast is this? Are we on the How Good Are the Roosters again? I missed that. Well, that's pretty much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now he wants to talk football. Huh? Um, so am I sitting with you this Friday night? Uh, you can if you want to. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you buff- at the end of the we, game. Should we, put a, should we put a buffer in between yeah, us? We're going to put a buffer in between. <laughs> Who's that poor buffer going to be? I have some ideas. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited for Allianz Stadium. I do want to see it. It looks stunning. It, it, from the photos that I've seen, every seat looks like you're on top of the action. Yeah, which is exactly what you want. Yeah. Um, the know. videos have been coming out. Obviously, Fox Sports did something with Matt Nabel. Oh, really? Yeah, that came out. The rival, you know, all the. We all know the story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We all know yeah. since 1908. Yeah, yeah. something like pretty, that. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I'm pretty sure that's how it started. And then the Roosters put out their own one of about all the do. grounds that they've played at and their return home and everything. Um, but yeah, look, it's exciting. We actually haven't beaten Souths since Allianz closed. That was the last time we beat Souths, 2019. No, that's wrong. Is it? Yeah, it's wrong. Allianz closed at 18. 18? You beat us. Ah. Oh, I know, we beat us in the SCG. We beat you in yeah. the SCG. Sorry, we did. I remember that game. Yeah, we've won 30. four in a row against you guys. You you guys actually, when we recommenced the season in, in 2020, you beat us as well. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Last two years, you beat us. That's yeah. Right. yeah. A couple of big wins. Yeah. Um, Let's hope that that doesn't happen again. Let's hope time, this doesn't it? happen again. Um, they, they were both at ANZ. We don't like playing out there. Obviously, no. No. <laughs> no, last year's was at Suncorp. <laughs> I'm, I've, we, 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 we did this last a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I don't remember the bad stuff. I know, I know. <laughs> this is why you, you think it's a How Good Is The Roosters podcast. I don't remember the bad stuff. Because they win for like three I weeks of the year and I, suddenly, oh, I'm all chirpy. Selective memory. Yeah, um, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, I know why. It's September on Thursday. That's right. Roosters supporters actually come out of come out of hiding now that's right they turn up for two weeks it's fantastic how could we forget four weeks um no, hopefully and the two based on the last couple of years I'm hopefully, sorry hopefully four um <laughs> September not October yeah uh yeah alright we'll leave it there we'll reconvene next week let's hope that we're not versing each other can we verse each other next week if we finish fifth you can't finish you can finish eighth if we beat you no we can't finish eighth no, can oh no, it'd have to no. be a massive win. So we're not we can't play next week, can we? If no 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 we can, because if No, if no. Parramatta beat Melbourne we can. If Parramatta beat Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne yeah. will finish fifth. Yeah. And then we'll be fifth and sixth, depending on who wins. <sighs> yeah. But so, the game will be determined on who wins. The location will be. Yes, yeah, so the location will be determined on who wins. So it's stressful. Yeah. I can't. There is a possibility. I don't know if I want that. Well, I'm not giving you a ticket for that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Thanks. I'll buy one. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll leave it there. All right. Thanks, Manoles. All right. uh, as always, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Uh, if your team was in the bottom uh, seven, 
you will get discussed next week. Sorry for leaving you out, but again, you don't matter right now. Um, or ever. Or ever. <laughs> <laughs> and haven't for a few Bye. Years. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> How good is rugby league? How good is rugby league?